0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Unpolished. It's your girl, Paulette, and I'm back at it first thing this morning, and I'm excited. Welcome to December the 2nd, y'all. Welcome, 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 welcome. I'm happy to be here. We all should be happy to be here on this wonderful day, Right? We all should be happy to be here on this wonderful day. For those who've been following me, you know my podcast is called Unpolished, and I talk about grief and loss, at least that's how it started. And then, it just transitioned, it transitioned into something beautiful. It transitioned into light. Because when I started this podcast, I was in a very dark place when I have thought about this podcast you know it just is sometimes it sometimes amazes me how things all came together but it came together and I'm grateful I like to start my morning with my podcast with the word of God I look for what God has for me each day I look for the word I look for the word and I'm always excited and about sharing the word of God, um, I just—I was about to say I don't have a song this morning, but I, a song just dropped in my spirit. That's how it works, and um, I'm going to find it and I'm going to play it for you guys. But I wanted to just jump on here just to usher us into this wonderful day, just being thankful, being grateful, being humble unto the word of God. I'm allowing God to really work on us. And really to like nourish our spirit with what God Word has for us and what God word is saying to us, it's not always easy to commit to being um, diligent, diligent with seeking God's word daily, like not sometimes but daily. I remember there was a time this year where I just took a break and you know I, I felt God telling me to just rest a little I took a break but I can see the difference, in, um It's nothing wrong with taking breaks. We need breaks. But I can see the difference in my days and my life, just period, when I get up, or just when I start, or in my day, with God's Word. Even if I don't podcast, I'm, I'm, I'm in my Word. I read my Bible. But I like to do my podcast first thing in the morning. Hold on, God. I like to do my podcast first thing in the morning here in my studio um, because I like to get it started, right? Because I want to start strong and I want to finish strong. That's the key, starting strong and finishing strong. It's a struggle sometimes, y'all. It's a struggle. It's a song that say something like, um, I think it says it's a struggle sometimes to make me wonder how I keep on going under. <laughs> yes, it's a song that say that. And let me tell you something. It's true because this world that we live in, this world is not our home, Right? This world is not our home. So we will never be completely comfortable. Y'all hear me moving around, right? That's how you do it when you have an at home studio. You move around. It is this world is not our home, so we can't be completely comfortable. Um and the word said that the song this just dropped it by spirit when I said that was it, I think it's uh that's bad. It's I'm so bad with um, knowing the songs like I know the songs would not be like, oh my God, who sings the song? What's the name of the song? Um, but um, it's it's it is it's it's a struggle sometimes. It's it's it's, it's like a struggle sometimes to make me wonder how I keep from going under. Sometimes we be just doing things and we just be pushing, 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 and then we just and that's how you see God. Because if you start to look at things in your own reality, if you start to look at things in your own light, you will miss it. And this word that God gave me this morning says just that. It talks about the power of God. It talks about the significance of God. It talks about the word of God. Y'all, I had my acolyte water this morning and I had some hot chocolate. Hey, shout out to the hot chocolate drinkers. And so, let me dive right in to the word that God gave me. So, the first passage that I went over, he gave me was St. Mark 5 and 36. And it says, be not afraid, only believe. Now, that's a word. Be not afraid, only believe. Because, see, let me tell you about be not afraid, St. Mark 5 and 36. God has opened a door. And he's, he's, see, he gives you permission to move. When I, I talked about last night about how, when your prayer becomes God, let your will be done and not my will. The will turns, the will turns and the door opens and the door opens. And he sends you into places that you have never been. I, I was reading something and I was looking at something and it just came to me about the lady, Lily, because it was a passage talking about the Lilies, right? But the lady' name was Lily who worked with my grandmother. And me and her used to often talk about the bayou. And we don't have no bayous here where I live. And I started some research. Where is the bayou? Where is these bayous at, right? And I found out where they were located. And it's so strange because a lot of what God has been showing me the last couple of years has been surrounding just that about you and the transitioning in the process through some of the things that we go through. It's a transition. It's a process. And God makes it beautiful, right? He makes it beautiful. This is why we have to stand fast and we have to stand strong. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter your status in life, where you live, what you go through. It doesn't matter if you're rich poor. It doesn't matter. Because some of the richest people are poor in spirit. Let me say that again. Some of the richest people are poor in spirit. So it's the Holy Spirit and the Word of God is always good for everybody because everybody needs some uplifting in their spirit. We don't know what people battle with day by day. We can't look at somebody and say, oh my God, they have everything. What could they possibly be? Worried about what what could possibly be bringing them down? You don't know. Just because a person has it all doesn't mean they have it all. They have listen. Just because a person has it all don't mean they have it all. So spiritual uplift uplifting is important. It's not just important for one class. It's important for all classes. I'm in my own class. God is elevating me. Yes, I know it. I see it. I feel it. I see my studio where I get to go in there and the scriptures are just pouring from the ceiling. I can see it. I can see it because I know that God wants me in a place where I can thrive in his word, y'all. It's a beautiful thing when you can just be in a place where you just like, there it goes, there it goes. And I love the fact that my son gets a kick out of me and my messaging. He loves it. In all reality, he loves it because he's like, dang, like how cool is it? This is why I really like when I see uh, people and they really bring their kids into their their world. In some cases, not completely, because you got to be guarding. You got to guard them from some things, but just allow them to see who you are in your creative life. Because, you know, whether they choose that path or not, they still get to activate that, see that creativity and then activate their own. That's the, the, the important thing is, is allowing them to know that it's okay to follow your dreams. It's okay to follow your passion. It's okay to think big. It's okay to try something different. It's okay to do something that everybody else isn't doing. It's okay. It's okay. You don't have to be like everybody else. Be like you. What is God putting in your spirit? Do what God is giving you in your spirit. Allow God to guide you. And so the word of God says in St. Mark, five and 36, be not afraid, only believe, because when God starts to open doors, those doors are not going to always look pretty. But if you believe in what the word of God is saying to you and how the word of God is ushering you into your blessings, then you won't worry about, you won't have to be afraid because your mission might not always look pretty. I can't have to that. Sometimes God he sends a peculiar type of person into the field. See, it's one thing when you go and you're not God sent, and it's another thing when you're God sent and you go into the field. Because when you go into the field, change has to happen. When you go into the field, things have to align. When you go into, because you're not just going into the field, you are God sent. You God Scott is sending you there. I'm sending you into the field because you're chosen when you're chosen and he sends you things happen doors open you see things you've never seen i haven't seen nothing yet i'm just getting started thank you holy spirit i'm just getting started every trial every every tribulation every every barrier has it has nothing on god these things are put in place to test your faith right you see will you trust God in spite of will you trust me? Because God wants to know, can I trust you to trust me when you can't see everything the way? It is going to be when you can't see the full picture, you're just getting glimpsed. Can I trust you to keep going when you don't understand, but you do know that I have your best interest at heart? Will you trust me? God wants to know. Will you trust me and not go or lean onto your own understanding? Let me tell you, I took a trip. I took the trip. I God sent me. I went to a land. I was, God sent me there. And I, when I got back home, I was like, okay, God, you sent me there. I actually seen some opportunity. And in my spirit, there was a, I stayed in a location and there was a building that don't look like it's been worked on, nobody been using it. And everything in my spirit spoke, that's a business. And Everywhere I went, I could just see different opportunities. Now I went, I was led by God. I went. I came back. Now the seeds have been planted. The connections have been made. I met the people that I was supposed to meet at that time. Nothing happens by accident. I was at the dealership that I needed to be at at that time. Nothing happens by accident. Nothing happens by accident. And we have to understand the word of God says in St. Mark 5 and 36, be not afraid, only believe. Now, when I went there, I had never been in that location. The first time I went to Atlanta, I went and I went with God. I prayed and I moved the way God told me to move. And I came back home. The second time I went, I prayed and I got there and I can see God in the work. Like I could see God in my movement, like just the different places. I can see it and I felt so. Like, I was in the right place. That location was the right location. Because I I actually thought the hotel I was staying at was like at another location. But when I got there, I, I realized I was actually in the right location. So sometimes you just have to plant the seed. Planting the seed, sometimes you have to go. And then when you return, it will be much better than... Like, you have to plant the seed. So God had gave me that. But sometimes like, you'd like be like, God, what was that mission about? And God has told you that was about you planting your seed. Your seeds were planted, right? And so the word of God in St. Mark says, be not afraid, only believe. That's St. Mark 5 and 36. And then he gave me 1 Kings 8 and 27. 1 Kings 8 and 27 And listen to what it says, y'all. It says, behold, the heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain thee. How much less the house that I have built it. Let me say that again. It says, behold, the heaven and heaven of heavens cannot contain thee how much less, this is God speaking, how much less the house that I have built. So what this word is saying is that the heavens can't even contain God. That's how big he is. Not even the heavens of the heavens. He's so mighty. Not even the heavens of the heavens can't contain thee. So he says, if the heavens can't hold me, Then what makes people think a house or a building can hold me? I'm bigger than a church building. I'm bigger than an apartment complex. I'm God. If the heavens can't hold me, I can't be held by a person. I can't be put in chains. I'm God. Not even the heavens can hold me. I'm God. God, come on, y'all. He's the it says, not even the heavens of the heavens. Of the heavens. Because the word of God says prayer and fasting rules the world. If prayer and fasting rules the world, God is bigger than the heavens. He said, I look, the heavens can't hold me because I'm everywhere. I'm in all places. Because I'm God, because I'm the Almighty, because I'm the King, I cannot be held in one place. I'm everywhere. I'm all over this earth that I created. I'm here. I'm there. I'm here right now with Paulette. I'm here. I'm everywhere because the heavens can't hold me. There's no way a church, one church can't hold me. My presence is in many churches. Come on, y'all. What? Come. On. He said... Look Now, this is the word that he gave me this morning because he wants me to know, look, I'm bigger than anything that could come up against you, daughter. I'm God. The word of God says, be not afraid, only believe. That was the first word. And then the second word was behold the heaven and the heavens of heavens can't contain me. See, the first word he says, be not afraid, only believe. See, he says, look, daughter. I know that people don't always understand your mission. I know they don't get your gifting. It's okay because I got you. And because I got you, I'm already speaking for you. Because I got you, I'm don't worry. Look, let the haters say we need them. We need them to talk you up. We need them to play their part. Don't worry about, that's what I talked about last night. We can't worry about what's happening behind the scenes. You know why? Because when we go in prayer, God is the whole scene. Why should I worry about something God can see? That's why you don't worry. Why worry about something God can see? God says, not even the heavens can contain me. If the heavens can't contain God, why worry about something that's behind? Why worry about what you can't see? Because when God is in the mix, all things are covered. This is why you can walk in your gift. This is why you can walk in faith. This is why the word of God says, be not afraid, only believe. This is for somebody, it's for me. But it's also for somebody else. Don't worry about what's happening behind the scenes. Only focus on what's in front of you. We, If you believe in God, then God got you covered. So if he got you covered, he got your back. So if he got your back, why worry about what's behind the scenes? Because the behind the scenes is behind you. So if it's behind you, why worry? Oh, Jesus, help me, God. Help me, holy God, because this word is good. It's good and it's real. Behind the scenes can't phase you because God says, be not afraid, only believe. He says, don't you worry about the what, 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 what the plots and the tricks and don't worry about that because guess what? Let 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 people set them their own traps for themselves. That's what's gonna happen. Because the, the mere fact that the heavens can't hold me means I see all things. The mere fact that you come to me and you pray to me and you say, God, cover me, God, lead me, God, not my will, but your will. Because you're saying, give me your will, God, I'm turning the wheel in the way it needs to go. I'm opening the door for you, daughter. I'm sending you on an assignment, daughter. I got you covered. This is why we do not have to worry, y'all. We don't have to worry about what people are doing behind the scenes. We don't have to worry about what people are saying behind our backs. It's behind us. This is why it's behind us, because God covers us. And because, because God covers us, we don't have to worry about what's happening behind us, because whatever is behind us is our pay Come on, y'all. Whatever is behind us is our past. We can't worry about what's happening behind the scenes. We have to stay focused. He says, be not afraid, only believe. Believe in the God who can't be sustained by the heavens. He wants us to believe because he's all throughout the world. The Word of God says that fasting and prayer rules the world. Not the governments, not the systems. Fasting and prayer rules the world. So if fasting and prayer rules the world, then fasting and prayer rules the systems. And if fasting and prayer rules the systems, all things are possible to those who believe in God. Trust. Be a believer, and all things will become possible. Don't look at your situation and say, well, I'm, I'm God, I'm with you, but what about me? It's not what about you, because what's happening is you're transitioning. You're transitioning. It it can be scary sometimes, I know, right? This is why I'm so protective of my space. I'm so protective of my space. Even when it comes to relationships, marriage, anything, I'm so protective. I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Cause see, I'm so special. My husband will cover me. He won't be intimidated. He'll cover me. He'll be like, daughter, I got somebody that's gonna cover you. Not just your gift will shine, but his his gift will shine too. Because because come on y'all. See competition you can't have that when you have purpose. Not with your mate. You have to allow you have to allow God to work through you both so that What needs to happen on the earth can be as effective as it's supposed to be. Competition doesn't align with effectiveness. It it causes confusion. This is why we have to be in alignment. And we have to continuously go to God and pray and talk to God and say, God, thank you. God, thank you for putting me on this journey of being Solomon. Thank you, God. Thank you for putting me on this journey of just focusing on you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for allowing me to stay focused and just believe, not to be afraid, but believe, not to worry about what's behind me because what's behind me is my past and, and my past is not part of my future and my future is covered by you. Thank you, God, for allowing me to understand that you're, I'm covered so anything behind me can't manifest because I'm covered by the King. Thank you, God, for allowing me to know that I'm not just your daughter, but I'm your daughter daughter. And because I'm your daughter, daughter, I have favor. I have favor in you. Thank you, God, for allowing me to understand that um you cannot be contained by the heavens of heavens of heavens. So what good what what can a building do? What what, what can a building do if the heavens can't contain God because he's so big? Whew, Jesus. This is this is <laughs> These morning words are different, I'm telling you. The evening words are great. I thank you, God, for every word. But the morning words, it's like a different fire, right? And God says, the heavens can't contain me. And then I'm going to tell you about the alignment. Today's reading for January the 2nd says midway between God and man. What are we talking about? We're talking about God and we're talking about how the heavens can't contain him and not even if the heavens can't hold him, neither can the building. So the reading says midway between God and man. It's coming from Hebrews 5 and 7. During the day of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petition. With loud cries and tears, so the reading says, true prayer links itself to the will of God, and runs in streams and compa- runs and streams of compassion and intercession for all people. As Jesus Christ died for all people, for all people, so prayer gives itself for the benefit of all people. Like our, it's like our mediator between God and people. He who prays stands midway between God and people. Prayer holds and move, Prayer holds the movement of believers in its in its grasp and embraces and embraces the destinies of believers for all eternity. It touches heaven and moves earth. Prayer connects earth to heaven and brings heaven in close contact with earth. Come on, y'all. It says prayer connects earth to heaven and brings heaven in close contact with earth. Prayer connects earth to heaven and brings heaven in close contact to earth. This is why prayer can move mountains. I have seen it with my own eyes. Meditating and prayer. This is why, when you believe God like I do, you're forced to be reckoned with. When you believe God like I do, you're forced to be reckoned with, because anything that comes up against you, it has to understand that you're not normal, because the way you believe, the way you pray, you're not normal, because you tapped into a new, um, frequency and you know how to, to uh, finesse and, and, and get God's attention, you're not normal. It's not safe for people to mess with a believer, trust me. It's not safe to believe that you can plot and do things to a believer and say, I got away with it. It's not safe, it's not safe. The reason why it's not safe is because somebody who prays and and, and brings the heavens closer to earth, come on y'all, somebody who prays, this is why believers, people say, People can call us a lot of different things because their prayer life is not strength. It's strong in God, right? But when you tap into the frequency and and other people haven't been able to tap into the frequency, they don't understand what your prayers. They're like, oh, it has to be some type of that witch heart. No, 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 no. It's the frequency level of elevation in prayer because the word of God says prayer Prayer um, connects earth to heaven and brings heaven closer to earth. What in the world does it look like to bring earth closer to heaven and heaven closer to earth? That's two whole different frequencies. Do you understand a believer who believes in God and the heavens and the angels and just everything about God and a believer who believes that, that, that God cannot even be contained by the heavens of heavens of heavens. Do you know that type of believer who prays and believes that they can bring earth closer to heaven and heaven closer to earth? Do you know how powerful somebody, it doesn't even matter what their bank account look like. Their presence is powerful. Their presence is powerful. You know why? Because they've already tapped into the frequency of understanding how they can move Earth. Who, who? Wait a minute. You can move Earth closer to heaven? Mess with it. I remember praying with somebody, and she came to me and she said, Lily, and she said, Sister, something when we pray together. Something different happened. I don't know what she was praying about, but the door opened. And See, that's why, look, let me tell you, I, I said, did it? She said, yeah, something, something different happened. And all of a sudden, things started to unfold. And next thing you know, she bought this amazing home. And I'm not saying, see, this is why you got to be careful. But in her position, in everything that she got, she deserved. Because it was her prayers in a waiting room, right? And then God sent her to my grandmother to serve. And then she met me, who had been serving my grandmother. And then all of a sudden, her servantship opened doors. It's nothing wrong with serving, y'all. I've, 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 I've washed towels at the church for people to get baptized. I saw my son get baptized at 7. There's nothing wrong with serving. I never went to the church and said, do you think I can get a stipend? Because I come here every week and wash towels and make sure that it's clean so that when people want to get baptized, they can um, they can have clean. Did you think I went to the church and said, do you, do you think y'all could possibly give me a stipend or some gas money so I can, because I'm really doing this for free? No, you don't. That's not the spirit of servantship. Servantship is doing something because you believe that God is leading you to do it. I'm not saying that people shouldn't be compensated when they do things at the church. What I'm saying is, servantship doesn't always come with a price. It doesn't mean that you won't get paid. It just might means that your pay will come different. I didn't have a problem with doing what I did behind the scenes. I didn't have to be in the pulpit because I knew that God had sent me to the baptism committee. I didn't care anything about washing clothes and folding towels because that made me feel like I was in alignment with what God wanted me to do. Because that was my position, right? Because God says you, the heavens can't contain him. So when he positions you, he's positioning you in the right place with the right people, even if they don't know they're the right people. He's positioning you because he's giving you foundation. Everyone doesn't start in the pulpit. I'm sorry if I hurt somebody's feelings, but it's true. You start. You start somewhere. You start in the choir. You start washing towels. Like everyone doesn't start in the pulpit. Some people get jealous of other people's gifts. Why? Where did you start? Where did you start? Everyone doesn't start in the pulpit. Everyone doesn't start with have been having all these messages from God. I Don't come for me. I'm sorry. Stay in your lane. I started washing towels for other people to get their deliverance. I started behind the scenes. There was nothing about me standing in the pulpit. I, you couldn't even see me when these people was going down in the water because I was behind the scenes. Everyone doesn't. I, I need to say that because some people believe don't you don't have to hate on nobody else's gift. Where did you start? Don't come for my relationship with God. Don't get mad because my prayers can move earth closer to heaven and heaven closer to earth. Don't come for my gift. Where did you start? Where did your foundation begin? I'm sorry. No, I don't need to kiss anyone's behind to get to where God needs me to be. My foundation started in a term room at a a young age, praying to God and turn with God and watching other people be delivered. What if your assignment is a form of deliverance? I, I'm sorry. I didn't start in the pulpit. I didn't start by saying I'm a pro- prophetess and God gave me word. I didn't start by waking up and just God. I walked in the kitchen and God gave me a message. Where is your foundation? Because no one starts in the pulpit. It starts with servantship. I'm sorry. Yeah, I've done it. I'm sorry. You don't know my track record. Let's come back again. I served my grandmother for over 13 years plus when I was in the tra- I was active I came out of my house every day to go and do my part that I signed up for. No, I didn't get a stipend and I didn't go asking for no offerings. I just did it because this is what I believe God sent me to do. Come on, y'all, because everybody's like, oh, oh, God, I can't be doing it. It's nothing. I'm not saying compensation is not required. But we have to understand sometimes it's not about compensation. It's about positioning. Just put yourself in a position to be compensated by way of your servantship. I know just a year or two ago, I couldn't see it that way. I'm like, what you, what, where my payment? I, what Where is it? Right? But this is why you have to allow God to work on you. Because we all, depending on where we are in life, we see things how we see them. Oh, I didn't know that word was coming, y'all. I didn't see it coming. I couldn't even told you that that was going to be the word because that didn't just check some other people, but it checked me. That's right. When you do things, you do things in accordance to how you w- want someone to help you. And I always say that because that's exactly how I operate. I, I help people how I would want someone to help me. So I do have to bring structure and say, look, I can't do this right now because I'm doing that. But I will get back to so you. I'm always genuine at heart when I do things and I help people. But I do have But a, 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 I do believe in staying at my distance, too. I like to have my time to myself. I do believe that God has something great for my future. Right? Hmm. We have to be careful sometimes because sometimes people will see your gift and they'll be like, they'll use your gift. They'll manipulate your gift. Right? And you have to say, I'm sorry, but because I believe in who I believe The God I believe can't be contained by the heavens of the heavens. This is when people start running the other way and they'll say that you're strange. Like, you know, I'm sorry. I I hear everything you're saying that you do believe that your God sent. But the God that I serve can't even be contained by the heavens of the heavens of the heavens. They're going to run because they're going to say you're strange. And you're going to say because God can't be contained by the heavens of the heavens, he can't even be held in a building because he's everywhere. And because he's everywhere and I have the power to pray. And move earth closer to heaven and heaven closer to earth. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to respectfully decline. It's okay to respectfully decline for some office. Or say, you know, it's my time. My time is up. My journey. I, I I did my journey. I walked my walk. I did my part. My assignment is up. And I appreciate you. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. But we have to understand who we serve. We don't have to be afraid and hide our God. Why? We don't have to be afraid of the fact that we have tapped into the frequencies of where we're able to pray and move heaven closer to earth and earth closer to heaven. And because we can do that, we can move things. We can literally make things move. People are like, oh, my God, that's so demonic. It's crazy. It's not. It's in the Bible. That if you tap into the frequency of the Holy Spirit via prayer, you can move earth closer to heaven. It sounds strange, doesn't it? But if you get on your knees and you meditate and you pray, you will see and you will feel the frequency and the room changes. I'm sorry. If you haven't been there, get yourself together because it can happen. They'd be like, well, if God is, if if, if this God you talking about doing so much, why you ain't in your mansion yet? It's coming. I'm sorry. Yet. I'm glad you said yet. That means that you might be moving towards the frequency that God needs you to. Because you just say, why I'm not in my mansion yet. Yet is the key word. It's a clue. Trust me when I tell you it's a clue because it's coming. If, if you serve this God that you move in heaven and earth closer to the frequencies and all this foolishness, then why you ain't got your farm yet? Oh, yet? Thank you. Oh, my God. You're speaking this thing into existence, sister. Daughter, yes, yet my farm is coming. Not only am I going to have one of the top farms, I'm going to have, uh, look, I'm going to be the bomb.com because I'm going to be planting some stuff. I'm going to be selling some food. We come this a time, we got to start planting food. Yep, that's right, yet, yeah, because I got all my crops. I can see them in my head, my cabbage. All my stuff is going to be the bomb.com. I got some trees in mine. I want some some cherries. I want a whole lot of stuff going on. Don't worry, yet, yeah, yet, yeah, yet yeah is the keyword. It's the clue. Y'all, I know, I'm funny. I make it all sound great, but it's real. <sighs> it's real. And once we get that into position... Nothing happens by accident. We just have to position our minds, y'all. Some people, oh, you know this. I, I I don't know about that one. They be saying all this stuff about moving earth to heaven and all that, stuff, that foolishness. I ain't got time. You don't have time for it because you don't have time for you. You don't have time for you. You don't have time for God. You don't have nothing. Your whole life is full of foolishness. The commitment comes when you dedicate yourself and you commit yourself to being available to God every day. Well, I've been praying. My prayers ain't being answered. Are they not? Because are you praying for your will or you praying for God's will? Because when you pray for God's will, the will turns. And when the will turns, the word of God God will wake you up in the morning and give you a a message from St. Mark 5 and 36 that says, Be not afraid, only believe. When you start to pray and ask God's will to be done, God will give you a message from the word in 1 Kings 8 and 27 that says, Not even the heavens of the heavens can contain thee. See, when you start to believe in the will of God and you start praying for God's will and not yours, God will tell you that your prayer life will tap into a frequency where you can move Earth closer to heaven and heaven closer to Earth. Come on, y'all. When you when you start to really believe in the Word of God, you would know that praise is what you're supposed to do. I, I look my I, my my gift my gifting is different. That's how I get, I get my messages strictly from the Word of God here from the Bible. That's how I get my messaging. I don't I that's how I get mine. The Holy Spirit talks to me and through me. So therefore my messages come. These messages are coming directly from God. So therefore I'm I, I'm secure with my thinking when it comes to how God is growing me spiritually. Right? i washed towels at a church, and I didn't ask for a stipend. I didn't ask for gas money. I just got there, set through service. Certain time in the service, you get up, you go to the back, you come in, you wash your towels, you fold them, put them up, you go home. That's how you do. You don't have to go to the pastor or the deacons or anybody else and say, you know I washed the towels for six weeks, and I just wanted somebody to recognize me on Sunday to say that I done got up there and washed the tiles. No, you don't need recognition for doing something that you believe that God is leading you to do. I'm just, I'm saying that for somebody because everything is not about recognition. It's just because that's what you was felt. I felt led to do that. It might don't even seem like a lot. It might not seem like a lot to some people, but Baptism is is a mandatory. You ain't got to be the one dipping the person. You just the one making sure the equipment is ready for the dipping. And after the dipping, that's all you're doing. Teamwork makes the dream work, right? And we just have to be in that type of alignment, and we have to continue to grow, right? Yep, yep. This was a good word, y'all. I appreciate God for just giving me this this morning. I appreciate God for what he's doing in my life, y'all. My son made me some hot chocolate this morning. I had my alkaline water, and I'm going to close out with drinking my hot chocolate, but I do have a little bit of time left. And Look, it's right on time. It's 5.52. And I wanted to give a song I wanted to give a song that God put in my spirit (laughs) this morning. I wasn't sure what it was. I was like, I didn't get no song this morning, Jesus. And I didn't even say it. I was actually thinking it in my mind, like, dang, I ain't get no song. And he was like, No, I got a song for you, daughter. I got a song for you. I got a song for you, daughter. He's an on-time God, y'all. Yes, he
1: is. time Yes, he Oh, Yes, he say. he.
0: Y'all, Sister Porter used to sing this song in church. (laughs) Yes, she did. Yes, she did.
1: children of Israel oh, uh, at the Red Sea, uh, by that mean no pharaoh <laughs> and his army, <laughs>
0: Some fish y'all what a <laughs>
1: Yes, he is. You know the Bible has a lot of witnesses. For being on time, if we Daniel right now, in the lion's dead, see he'd say something like this. Oh! He's, on time. he's on time. on time. on time. Yes, he's on time. Long time, long time, long time, long time, time, yes, No time, I need It's noise. time.
0: Oh, come on, y'all. That's the song God gave me. I was sitting here thinking, God ain't give me no song. And He know I like music. He said, I got one, daughter. Every message that I sweep, <clears throat> this is a divine message. And y'all, I don't know the messages beforehand. I don't know them. If I knew them, I'd probably be like, God, I can't talk about that. I'm sorry. But that is just a lot but God is good. He's an on-time God. He's an on. That's what the God, I I was like, the moment I thought it, he was like, no, I got a song for you. The song is, he's an on-time God. Come on, y'all. Wasn't I just talking about God can't be held? not even in the heavens of the heavens? Not even a building can hold God because he's so big, he's so great, he's everywhere. I can't even tell. Look, I don't even like to share what the message like my readings, what it's going to be next. I, I, my message is a secret. <laughs> I can't share my what my next message will be because I really don't be knowing. I really do not know. I have a book that I read the same book every year. And this year, it's it's, it's, it's it, when I tell you, it's like you read, I mean, it's the same book. But it seemed like each time you get to the messaging, it changes. And so hold on. Let me go back and and make sure I do the prayer before I get off here. So the prayer in the reading, it says, Father, thank you that true praying links us to your will. Thank you that it can touch heavens and move earth. Come on, Jesus. Come on, God. Father, thank you that true praying links us to your will. We saw praying and asking God's will to be done and the will will turn. And thank you that it can touch heaven and move earth. Amen. Amen and amen. Y'all got to get my day started. It's 6.02. I thank God for allowing me the strength this morning to get up and do my reading. Praise God for my alkaline water. I'm going to have to come out with my own alkaline water. I say that, but I believe it in my spirit. I can't do it all at one time, but I really do want to... I like alkaline water so much. I have to come out with my own alkaline water. Let me get my farm. <laughs> Give me a wheel. It's gonna be producing alkaline water. Trust me, it is. You never heard of that? Don't worry, mine's will. God will, and I'll be producing some alkaline water, y'all. Alkaline water. Let me just say this: it's good. It it does um it does um rejuvenate your body. It, it it you know you like when you drink it, you're not thirsty. Like you just feel so refreshed. So I'm a big fan of alkaline water, y'all. So God bless y'all. Have a wonderful Friday. Happy Friday, y'all. Be blessed.